I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. I make it cute, we make good food, and cocktails too, I'm here for you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you could be joining us for another episode. On today's episode, we're talking about something a little bit different. But before I get into the topic, I just want to kind of give you an update on everything that's happening in my life. And I know that you listen to the episode for the recipes and for the content, but I just want to talk about me for a little bit. You know, this episode is not all about me, but. I did actually have someone come on one of my TikTok lives and suggest to do a Q&A. So who knows, maybe that'll happen in the future. But I just wanted to, you know, just talk about everything that's happening in the world and everything that's happening with myself. One thing that I have been lacking a lot lately is motivation. And I try to figure out why I'm lacking that motivation whenever it does happen. Um, there's a lot of different reasons, whether you're just overworked, overstressed, you're stressing yourself out, someone else is stressing you out, whatever the case may be, it may be that, or for my case, I realized that the seasons are changing and, you know, there's SAD, which is like basically like seasonal depression. I forgot exactly what SAD stands for, but it's like seasonal affection disorder, apathy, or something along those lines. I'm not a doctor. But in this episode, we're actually going to be talking about something that 
some doctors um, like to discuss. And the topic for today's episode is cuffing season. A lot of people love and wait for cuffing season. Today, I want to take a little twist on that. I want to talk about cuffing season, what it is. um, And then I want to talk about other alternatives to cuffing season. I personally do not participate in cuffing season. Whenever I date, I date forever. So I tend not to date often because when I am looking for someone, I'm looking for someone who will fulfill the boxes that I need checked off at that point in my life and hopefully in the future. And I mean, actually, before I kind of get into the meat of it, I mean, it is okay to be picky and it's okay to have standards and it's okay to have certain qualities that you want. I definitely understand that whenever life kind of happens and you have the right person at the wrong time or the wrong person at the right time, it can be discouraging. But I encourage you, if you are a single Pringle like me and you may be ready to mingle or you may not be ready to mingle, just be specific with what you want and choose wisely because if you're similar to me and you're dating to marry you want to marry someone who you can see yourself with for the rest of your life so I just say never settle I pride myself on being very planning oriented and wanting to make sure that I have a plan for myself and honestly the ideal qualities of a significant other for myself is that they also have a plan for themselves as well and that they have a sense of direction in the future. Listen, I'm not trying to find a date for myself, but if you want to know what I want in a significant other, feel free to slide into my DMs and maybe I'll tell you. And who knows, maybe you're a match. Maybe my podcast will result in finding my forever love, but highly doubted, especially about what I'm about to talk about, which is why I don't like cuffing season. But before I talk about why I don't like cuffing season, let's talk about what cuffing season is. So around this time every year, maybe a little bit early, everyone gets a little bit extra affectionate. You know what I'm talking about. More people start sliding in your DMs. More people start being more friendly to you. People who you haven't talked to in months or years just appear out of the blue. Why is that? It's because of cuffing season. It's because people realize, oh, well, if I want to be booed up for the holidays, then I need to start looking now. And if I want to snuggle buddy through these cold winter months, this is the time to make it happen. What I say is, listen, again, be choosy, be picky, have standards for yourself. I definitely understand if you are an advocate for a cuffing season and you are a willing participant in it. But if you do not want to be, just be wary around these times. If you get a DM from someone who you haven't talked to in years, they are most likely reaching out for the wrong reasons. And it's just so then they don't have to go home alone for the holidays again. Cuffing season essentially is the season between, I would say, September and it fizzles out right around Valentine's Day. You always just want to stick it out till Valentine's Day. And then that's when you decide, okay, am I sticking it out? Typically, couples will either break up right beforehand so then they don't have to worry about spending the money on a dinner or on a present for each other, or they'll do it right after because they're like, okay, this is not what I'm expecting. It was nice seeing you. We're about to come back into our warmer months where, again, people might slide into your DM a little bit more in the warmer months because of certain pictures and content. I'm not getting into it, not getting in the objectification of people, but 
you know, we all have had it happen. I remember once I was in Colombia and I posted a picture of myself in this really nice pineapple romper. I was feeling myself. And then a couple days later, I look at my DMs and I see a DM that says piernas with the hard eyes emoji. And if you don't speak Spanish, piernas basically means legs. Because um, my romper was kind of like mid-thigh. So my legs were nice and exposed. And I was doing a lot of like climbing and hiking and walking. So my legs were pretty ripped at that time, if I say so myself. Heck, I would have complimented my legs. But, you know, <laughs> due to certain content that we post, sometimes we get unknowing and unforeseen responses. But during this time, I have definitely noticed that people have come out of the woodwork. People who you've completely forgot about decide to try to re-enter your life in a different capacity. And I'm not here for it. But what I want to do is I want to just talk about cuffing season a little bit more and I'm looking at a Psychology Today article because, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but there's some doctors that like to talk about it. So cuffing season essentially falls smack dab within the middle of the holiday season. It's because we're feeling uh, more generous. Nope. It is because we feel the pressure to be in a relationship during this time of year due to messaging we get from the entertainment industry, advertisers, social media, friends, and family. I cannot name the amount of times that I've gone home for the holidays and I'm asked about my love life. Um, I'm a very private person. I let people know what they need to know and what I feel like they need to know. So it's one of those things that I don't give out information about myself easily. And even if I was dating someone, I probably wouldn't tell anyone. But it is so interesting because the dynamic is always that you go home for the holidays and Um, No matter what your gender is, you always have that aunt or uncle who always comes up to you and says, oh, are you seeing anyone? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Whoever you are, like, you know, who, who are you seeing? Blah, 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 blah. And it's one of those things that I definitely resonate with this portion of the article that when you go home for the holidays, everyone wants to know is a a special person in your life. I think every time I have a conversation with someone who I haven't spoken with in a while, that always comes up. And my answer is always no, even if there is, even if I'm talking to someone, I just reply no, because that is my business and my business only. Regardless, I want to talk about this next passage, which actually just piggybacks off of what I was just complaining about. Um, And the passage reads, you know what I'm talking about. These are the questions that you get at every holiday party or family function, like you dating anyone yet? Or when are you going to settle down and start a family? And then there's the corny but addicting holiday movies starring celebrities from the 90s that tell us the holiday season is and romance go hand in hand. And yes, Hollywood, I have two words for you. Screw you um, for setting the expectation that I'm going to find a magical snow globe and then find the love of my life and the love of my life is somehow related to Santa Claus. And then we travel to the North Pole to save Christmas and we end up just like one big happy family. A, no, that's not how it happens. And B, who says that I can't do that all by myself? Who says that I can't single-handedly save Christmas? I single-handedly got myself into a lot of fun, equally fun, equally shitty positions. Regardless, I can single-handedly do this myself. I do not need a significant other. Hallmark, thank you, next. Um, 
I'm not going to bash Lifetime because I know my producer actually has a uh, podcast on our network that talks about Lifetime movies. And I am supposed to be joining her whenever a certain Lifetime movie is released, um, ideally during this holiday season. But yes, I can do this all by myself. I don't need a significant other in order to save Christmas. Regardless, um, yeah, I think that the entertainment industry, your family, and just like entertain and just people in general just perpetuate the standard of having someone a special someone with you during the holidays doesn't always have to be that another thing is people tend to feel lonelier during these cold winter months you see when the days get shorter and colder people head straight home from the places they absolutely have to go to like work school starbucks This makes socializing a little bit more difficult and feelings of isolation can start to set in. For many, the solution to this problem is finding a guaranteed special somebody who will be there for you and as soon as your fingers can text, come over, baby. I think that it is really interesting that this is kind of mentioned in this article. I live alone and I am, again, single and happy about it. Not bitter. Maybe slightly bitter some days, but for the most part, I am happily single and it's very easy for in our generation of hookup culture and cuffing season just what the standard kind of looks like it's i think this is just a really interesting dynamic and an interesting topic in general and like we have so many different ways even during quarantine to like date and to like hang out whether it's via zoom or google meets or facetime or snapchat video or instagram video or i mean TikTok, you can go on someone's TikTok live. You have Hinge, Bumble, Tinder. You have so many different apps that like keep you connected. And also it connects you to random strangers as well. So it's like really if you have that desire to be cuffed, you most likely can find someone to cuff you by the holidays because you have so many different ways you can do it. And then not just like not to underestimate just people sliding into your Facebook DMs. It has been very interesting, the dynamic of some of my friendships over the years, whenever I haven't talked to someone in years and then I get a random DM from them and I just don't know how to respond to it. So sometimes I'll ignore it. Sometimes I'll respond and be like, yeah, such a long time and hope that (laughs) nothing else comes to the conversation. It's just very interesting whenever someone who you haven't talked to in years decides to kind of make a reappearance in your life. You never really know their intentions. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad, but I would say all of the time it's interesting. Regardless, getting cuffed isn't for everyone. I have made my argument against getting cuffed. um, And I just want to talk about things that are equally as good as cuffing season and alternatives. Um, I think cuffing season essentially, and this is not in the article, this is just my opinion, but I think what cuffing season enables us to do is supplement some of the feelings of affection that we would feel otherwise if it wasn't so cold and lonely and dark and people weren't as likely to just want to go home rather than socialize. I think there's a lot of other ways that we can get that serotonin and just kind of like enable ourselves for success and happiness and love and light enjoy in our lives. So I want to talk about this. And the first thing I want to talk about, and if you have watched, oh my goodness, the show is actually escaping me and it might come back to me, but there's a show where essentially one of the characters ends up buying a boyfriend pillow and 
okay, it was Glee, now that I remember it. So during Glee, um, Kurt is missing Blaine, and he ends up buying a boyfriend pillow, and then all the girls end up getting boyfriend pillows. Yes, this is corny, but if you really want that feeling of comfort and safety, you can go to walmart.com, buy a boyfriend pillow, and have that immediate sense of comfort. And I mean, heck, put a warm, a heated blanket on it, and then you have like the warmth of a human. Call it a day. And also, here's the thing. If you either swing both ways or you swing the other way or you are a man and you're straight and you listen to this podcast, they have girlfriend pillows, too. It has like little like stuffed pillow boobies. It's really interesting. It's on Walmart for like 25 bucks on their website. You have options to kind of supplement that cuddle snuggle buddy effect but also another thing that i love i love comfort items and i believe that you can have infinite comfort items and never be satisfied i'm pretty sure i have about eight to nine blankets in a basket in my apartment and all of them are kind of different textures and different lengths and different colors and different softnesses and different fabrics and nothing makes me feel more secure and comfortable than just wrapping up in a blanket and just cuddling with myself I guess like just having the blanket just completely wrapped around you I don't know there's something cathartic about it and it truly cures me of all of my oh I need a relationship woes um But another thing that can kind of supplement that serotonin that you may get from cuffing season is a good cocktail. And I want to talk about the cocktail. Sometimes simplicity is best. And some of my cocktails have a lot of recipes, a lot of ingredients that you need to go to the store for uh, specialty ingredients that you may only use once or twice. If you don't know how to use the ingredients, they may just sit dormant on your counter. So I want to take a step back. One of my favorite things to order at the bar is a mixed drink. So I want to make a take on a mixed drink. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could be what you have laying around. And it's so easy because if you are a whiskey drinker, you already have whiskey. Or if you made my whiskey sour last week, you already have whiskey or bourbon. And then tea, which I feel like, I don't know. I have tea in my cabinet, but I'm not a huge tea drinker. And I don't really know how it ended up there. I don't recall ever going to the store and purchasing a box. Um, But I have a bunch of individual bags of tea in my cabinet. They're all kind of like variety brands because I'm not a huge fan of packaging. Like wherever I can eliminate box storage because it's bulky and unnecessary, I try to. So I just have a bunch of random tea bags and I was cleaning up my cabinets as I do like once or twice a month and I found all these tea bags and I was like, I should really use these. How can I use these? And I was like, okay, wait, I need something cozy. I need something comforting. Tea is good, hot or cold, but we're going to do this hot and we're going to make a super simple mixed drink. It's two ingredients, a couple supplemental if you wanted, but What you're going to do is you're going to take your tea bag and you're going to brew it according to the instructions and however much water you want. Like, it doesn't really matter to me because you can adjust the amount of alcohol that you add. Whether you want a subtle hug or a punch in the face, um, this recipe will work for both. Because, I mean, you know, when you love someone, sometimes you got to give them a subtle hug or a subtle punch in the face or both. Like, as you're going in for the hug, just kind of like a little right hook. I'm totally kidding. Please don't let 
your family members blame me for you hitting them. And I, of course, I mean this in the most playful way possible. <laughs> um, anyways, what you're going to do is you're going to brew your tea, pour it in a mug, and then you're going to take your whiskey. I'm going to do about two ounces because I need something a little bit more subtle than a hug, but not as much as a hoof kind of punch in the face. So I'm putting two ounces of whiskey in. I'm using Jack Daniels because that is what I have on hand. And like I said, this is supposed to resemble a recipe that is just a lot more accessible and a lot easier to make rather than having to, you know, go out and buy all these ingredients. I think one way that I supplement serotonin in my life is one, by not dirtying a bunch of dishes. So we don't have a shaker. We don't have a stir. We just have a mug and a spoon. And that is it. Um, and then another way that I cause serotonin in myself is by keeping it simple. Like sometimes there's so much good in simplicity. I think one of my favorite little guilty pleasures is like just a good bowl of soup. I'm not doing another soup recipe. I think I've done soup recipes the past two episodes. Um, and while I have a million soup recipes I could go through, I'm not going to do another soup recipe. And I'm not even getting ready to tell you the recipe of the episode yet. But regardless, um, I think that this hot spiked tea is just, it's just one of the best alternatives to being cuffed. I mean, I think it's just like, it ranks right above it. Like if you had to rank this on a scale of one to cuffing season, the tea would be like an 11, if that makes sense. With cuffing season being like the 10, if that makes sense. It makes sense in my head, so I'm gonna say it, it does make sense. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take that and roll with it. Getting back into kind of cuffing season and alternatives, I feel like a lot of my episodes kind of resolve revolve around a similar topic, which is kind of like self health and well being. Um, this is a food and drink podcast where we take random topics and talk about it every week. But I think one topic that has been a consistent driver in my life is making sure that I'm taking care of myself, especially during a time where we don't get to see as many people. I can imagine cuffing season is probably hitting a lot harder this year because of not being able to see people all the time, not being able to see either your friends or your coworkers or your family, wherever you may be. And here's the thing. I hear you. I understand. I have not been home to see my family since the 4th of July, and I won't be going home until Thanksgiving. So while it's just around the corner when I'm going, it's still hard, and I hear you, and I feel you, and my heart goes out to you. Regardless, I would say that it's important to kind of keep the faith and keep the belief in yourself and take care of yourself, because right now, whenever, especially for me when I live alone, I have to find out ways to kind of keep myself sane and take care of myself and be kind to myself. Being kind to yourself is such a learned skill in giving yourself accountability because I think one of my favorite TikTok accounts is called The Art of Mothering. And one thing that she talks about is how she builds her kid's self-esteem. But honestly, a lot of the things that she says resonates with me. One way that she kind of builds their self-esteem is by telling them that making mistakes is okay and that it's okay not to be perfect because one example that she uses is you can't expect your kids to get like perfect grades and to be the perfect child that always takes out the trash and always does everything exactly when you want it to because 
think to your personal life. Think about the little laundry that you've been putting off. Think about the dishes that are sitting in the sink. Think about the last time you cleaned your bathroom. Think about the last time you switched your sheets, which if it's been over two weeks, this is your friendly reminder to switch your sheets. But think about the last time that you procrastinated or that you allowed yourself to have a break or to fall off of like being on top of it all the time. We deserve to give ourselves that break and we deserve to give ourselves that respect and that decency. I think it's something that's super important that we need to be able to have in order to just survive and to live and just be, (laughs) like I said, I'm a huge proprietor for being nice and kind to yourself. And I kind of like went off point But I think it's something that needs to be said, and I think it's an important topic to talk about and to cover. So it's one of those things that I'd rather take a little bit of time and do a sidebar um, and talk about it rather than to just kind of like let it sweep under the rug. And it's a topic that will consistently come across in my episodes. A lot of you don't know, or a lot of you may know, but I'm I'm an accountant full-time. And in accounting, we have something called a busy season. So taking care of myself is going to be definitely super big on my priority list during busy season and just like during my daily life. So I'm trying to be kind to myself and be understanding with myself now because I know that I'm not going to really have the time to think about being kind to myself and being equitable to myself later on, but I can do that now and I can be mindful. So I just want to get back to the cuffing season um, conversation and just alternatives to cuffing season. Another alternative to cuffing season, I think I've mentioned this in multiple episodes, but light a candle that you like. There's nothing like, I think cuffing season kind of like plays into like the pheromones that you may get from a partner that you're attracted to. Um, But I would say that lighting a candle and a scent that you like, it can create the same serotonin just in a different way. Um, And here's the thing, ladies or gents, like whoever, If you like the way that your previous significant other's clothes smelled or something like that, you can buy male or female cologne perfume, respectively, or not respectively. Um, You can buy a scent of someone that you like and spray your hoodie with it, pretend that you stole it, and call it a day. There you have it. You have the stolen hoodie that smells like the person you like. Um, Like I said, this is not as healthy as maybe like just like kind of like creating your own joy and your own happiness for yourself but it's a way and it's just a method and like I said this isn't like the end-all be-all one if you want to participate in cuffing season participate go get cuffed I believe in you boo you got this but if you are similar to me where you don't see the point of like a five (laughs) six months relationship and then basically being doomed to break up right around like um, right around Valentine's Day, which is also right around my birthday. So it's like, I wouldn't want to put myself through that. <laughs> then you can listen to some of these tips or you can suggest tips of your own. Like there's no end all be all. Like I think that the way that you handle certain situations, it's very much a spectrum and it's very indicative about what your life looks like at the time and how you're living it. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. 
Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. I do want to get on to our recipe because I'm very excited because it's a super easy, lazy recipe. And again, it's in line with kind of like the simplicity, finding joy in the little good things. So what you're going to do, you can do this three ways to get your recipe started. You can either call your local pizzeria and ask for a ball of dough. You can find a dough recipe on the internet and make your own dough, pizza dough. Or you can go to the grocery store and buy pre-made, like already rolled out, pre-baked dough. But you're just going to need to start with dough. I'm going to use the pre-made, pre-baked because, again, I like being simple and I don't like dishes. So I'm canceling out the factor in my life that I don't like, which is the dishes. And I'm going to add my favorite tomato sauce. I love the tomato basil sauce from Trader Joe's. A lot of people are probably going to be mad at me for not making my own sauce. Like I said, I'm being lazy about this. This is not my everyday. If I wanted to make a show-stopping pizza, I definitely can. And who knows, maybe I'll give you a recipe on that on the podcast Instagram or something one day. But for now, I'm being lazy. I'm showing myself love. I'm being my own significant other. And significantly, I am creating less dishes for myself and less stress for myself and I love that I love that for me hey Miles I love you before I get on with the recipe just take a second and just tell yourself that you love yourself because you deserve it you deserve all the love regardless uh slather that bad boy or bad gal or bad non-binary or gender fluid pizza dough uh with your sauce just slather it um, I actually like going to the edge. I don't really need much of a crust. I rather have some more cheese action and more sauce action. Completely up to you. I know. I may be considered like a psycho and Italians may want to like infiltrate my home and take my pizza away from me, but that's what I'm doing. And then you're gonna take a big bag of mozzarella. Mozzarella if you're in uh, New Jersey, mozzarella if you're in Brooklyn. I know it all sounds like the same, but I promise you it's it's straight from words. Regardless, you're going to take some mozzarella and you are going to sprinkle that all over the pizza as much or as little as you like. And we're basically making an adult lunchable. We're going to put it in the oven, but this is essentially what it is. Like this isn't much of a recipe. The only kind of twist I'm going to do is at the end, I'm going to drizzle it with some white truffle oil. And that's my little secret to make things feel all right. I'm going to add like some prosciutto, some white truffle oil, and some arugula. Um, and that's kind of like what makes this my pizza, even though I didn't make the crust or I didn't make the sauce from scratch or I didn't decide to buy cheese curds from the store and mix it with hot water and salt in order to create fresh mozzarella cheese. Uh, you can also use fresh mozzarella slices um, or 
I wouldn't really use the pearls unless you cut them up into small pieces, but um, yeah, slather that bad boy, bad gal, bad non-binary, uh, bad gender fluid pizza with your cheese, and then you're going to pop it in the oven at 350 to start. What this does is it cooks it a little bit lower and slower, and then towards the end, I like to raise the temperature to like 450 and aggressively just bake the heck out of it. Um, and that's going to give you some good charring and some good cheese melted. And then if that doesn't give your cheese a nice, like, kind of like little brown bubbliness, throw it under the broiler for like literally 30 seconds and you got a perfect pizza pie. But I kind of already gave away the secret of what makes this my pizza. Um, and what makes this my pizza is as soon as it comes out the oven, I'm going to add some really good, um, sliced prosciutto i'm gonna layer that all over i'm gonna get a handful of arugula and sprinkle that over i'm also gonna take a big drizzle of olive oil just kind of get that on top a little bit of balsamic vinegar if you have like a balsamic vinegar reduction even better um you could reduce it yourself but i'm lazy and i just really want that balsamic flavor and then i'm gonna take some white truffle oil um I prefer white truffle oil for this. I think it has a like less harsh flavor, but it has a very good, intense, concentrated flavor. Alternatives to this, uh, you can use truff hot sauce. It's truffle-infused hot sauce. You can leave out the truffle and just do olive oil like all over. But I like a little bit of truffle flavor with my arugula prosciutto pizza, and I think it's just delicious. Um, and then I'm going to add some red pepper flakes to top it off. And that is my super easy, lazy, better than having a significant other pizza. Super simple. Like I said, I think this is like more comforting and more homey than actually making like your own dough. But whatever you have the energy to do, like do it. And I'm so proud of you for doing it. And I don't really want to talk too much about cuffing season anymore because it is getting dark here. And it's just like, you know, it gets dark at like 3 p.m. now. And I don't know how to handle it. So I just want to leave you with a couple parting words. And that is, you are enough. You don't need to be cuffed. And if you are cuffed, that is not indicative of your worth. And if you're not cuffed, that's also not indicative of your worth. Your worth and self-value come from within. And I'm so proud of you for being here and for listening to this point. And I hope that you have the most beautiful day, beautiful night, beautiful morning, whatever time of day that you're listening to this. And don't forget, if you're not making it cuffed, you can keep it cute by yourself. And that's all I gotta say. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.